The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We got only us. Every time we come into a stadium, it's only going to be us. Y'all need to know that. We're coming here to fight every week. Let's go, boss. I got that. They shot me in Denver. You will not. You will not. We are back in day five of training camp, live at UC Health Training Center. I am Danny Williams. Anilo's hanging out here. Um, it's like, I wouldn't say in full swing because they're going to do some stretching as a team here. But guys are making their way onto the field. It's kind of happening here. Thanks for rolling with us. Uh, I was just telling Anilo, I feel, you know, I, I'm happy to have worked and collaborated with Coach Hackett on the training camp schedule here because... My showtime here is we start at nine o'clock. I've got an hour as they're kind of preparing. People are coming in. Got all their media guys, media guys kind of making their way in here. And then the second hour of the show is a chance for us to, you know, tell you what's going on here before eleven o'clock when I'm off the air. They do kind of their full little, you know, session of getting that real work and you know the offense going against the defense. So it's, it gets loud at that point. It's hard to do radio kind of at that point. So I'm feeling pretty lucky here, and uh, I want to thank Coach Hackett for. Um, starting, you know, they wanted to start nine o'clock, and I was like, Coach, I don't think so, man. You know, people are listening to the show. Don't you want people's focus like on the Broncos and the people at training camp, or do you want them focusing and all caught up in my show? You know what I mean? He was like, Yeah, you're you're right about that. So, uh, can appreciate that. Uh, Danny Bailey, do you have any texts for us? I heard you got like a million texts back there. Well, I don't know about a million, but we do have great listeners. So uh, we do have a few texts here for me to get to. Uh, I'm going to start with our guy, Noit. He said, I like this to Huff guy. I think we all do. Mm. Here's the thing. He's so, he's not, he's not like, (laughs) he's a little wild. He's a little wild. He would fit in. Seemingly, we might make a great pair. And we don't just hit you with sports over the head over and over and over again. But I don't know. I don't know what it would be like. I was kind of half joking. I don't know. It's a tough one, a really tough one. So we'll see what happens. You know, Nate's a smart guy. Well, even if it's just a, uh, you know, every once in a while he hops on and you guys have a little fun together. Good. Say that again to me. I'm sorry. Even if every once in a while he hops on and you just have no, some fun together sure. on a on a oh, kind of week to week basis, not every day. No, that'd be that'd be cool. You know, it's tough. It's tough out there. So, all right, I got gonna... another one for you. Uh, I got a couple from our guy F. Lewis. Yeah. So, I'll start at the top. Uh, he thinks Patrick can be Russell's Edelman, his go-to gritty gutty. Hmm. I have to be honest with you. I didn't hear you because I wasn't paying attention. Can you tell me that again? Yeah, he said he thinks Tim Patrick can be yeah. Russell's Edelman, yes. his go-to yeah. gritty gutty. Well, he's a lot bigger than Edelman. He's a pretty, he's a specimen, but I understand the analogy. I mean, everyone's been thrown off by like this work that um, this tight end from uh, he's been floundering around the league. It seemed like he was going to be out of the league here if he doesn't make it with the Broncos. Uh, my guy, Saubert, right? Did I say that right? Yeah, Eric Saubert. Saubert. That's what I said. But 
I don't know. Guys, it should be Jerry Judy. I'm done talking about Jerry Judy. I'm kind of over it, but it should be Jerry Judy. Jerry Judy should be like a 100-plus catch receiver in this league. If he's like a 60 or 70 catch receiver in this league, we don't really – with the drama and all that that comes with it, I'm probably out. Andrew Mason said he's worth a third-round pick. I'd say a second right now. But if anything else kind of goes wrong, then, we, you know, the value kind of dips. Dips, baby, dip. Do you got one more for us? Yeah, I got a couple more from F. Lewis. Um, first off, uh, Judy has a new coach and a new offensive coordinator. What's he supposed to do? Give the guy another season for real. LOL. Uh, mm-hmm. So I think that was <laughs> okay. significant sarcasm there. because no, He was trying to blend in, give him some effing credit. I mean, for real. Yeah, I think yeah. he makes that in there. But uh-oh, Russell Wilson running onto the field. Jogging, the showman. If he runs, what's he? What's he gonna do here? If he runs and gives the crowd a high five up and down, that would be freaking nuts. He's doing it. He's gonna go all the way down to the front row training camp here. He's gonna run all the way down. He's pumping him up. He's got his arms in the air. That's pretty sweet. I mean, come on, that's pretty awesome. You gotta admit. He's shaking it all the way down, all the way down, like 100 yards worth of, you know, worth of people. Probably more than that. And he's going all the way down. So if you're here early, and I'm you know, telling you, you don't got to be. And you might be able to maneuver your way down to the bottom. But, I mean, where else are you going to get Russell Wilson's freaking high five? Post-COVID. Imagine that world we lived in. And he's running all the way down, giving high fives to everybody. That is pretty sweet. You know, all the way down, all the way down. He might come by like the, oh, look it. Then he, he does this now. Then he comes all the way down to give Sierra here a little kiss. Oh, wait, let's see if he comes and gives her a kiss. She's going to be really angry if he forgets. She's like, I'm waiting. Enough fraternizing with the women in the crowd, Russell. She already knows that she's checking his phone. Uh, let's see here. Get it, Anilla. Let's see. He's running towards Sierra and his family. Oh, it's kind of cool, actually. I'm not dogging Russell. I think it's sweet. Little huggy for Sierra. She's got the freshest Broncos gear. Her Broncos gear is fresh. She's got the good looks. Okay, now Russell's walking on the foot. Do we cheer for Russell, too? Ow! Now he's kind of right by us here. Don't say anything. He can hear us. Uh, okay. It is, it's 10. They're going to go till like 12. It hasn't really started yet, guys. If you're at home, you're like, I want to go. I wish I would go. I like should totally go. Well, quit being so lazy. Get your ass down here. It's well worth it. You could walk right in. You could park about eight, seven minutes walking in the lot or in the dirt, and you could come walk right in here, walk straight in. Bring me a breakfast burrito from Santiago's on your way. Uh, Nilo wants one, too. Stop at the Hampton and I-25 one right there. Ask for Consuelo. I mentioned me by name. As muy guapo, uh, senor guapo. Um, okay. A couple minutes left here in this segment. He's got rubber band things on his legs, and he's doing these little leggy things, stretch... Stretchies with the legged things. Russell's 
He's solid, bro. He's solid. Some guys are just <laughs> Irv used to say, "Hey, Moser." Irv used to say, yeah, man, th- them bow-legged running backs, they never get hurt. I just like Russell. Some guys are just built a certain way that thick. He's just like that. That's why he's missed three games in a 10-year career. He is thick. Uh, so I don't know, man. It's got no problem with Russ. He's as good as advertised. Looks great. All the stuff, you know, the showman stuff. That's what your quarterback's supposed to do and be. You know, there's two ways to kind of have it. There's only one way to have them. That's a winner. There's two ways to operate. Beloved or jerk face. You can have jerk face and you just love him because he's great. <laughs> Rogers kind of way. Or you have the showman in, in Russell Wilson who comes and gives the fans everything that they want. I could appreciate that about him. He doesn't have to do that stuff. But I'm not going to dog him for doing it as well. These guys, are, you know, there's fans around here. For every... I don't know, two out of ten or three out of ten of these people are like straight up real true regulars who come to camp. Everyone else probably comes to this once a year, maybe every couple years. This is an event. It's really special. It's really unique. The stuff you get to do and see. But, man, I'm pumped up to have Russell Wilson. I like that um, maybe the football world is sleeping on the Broncos a little bit. I love it, actually, because we're going to kind of take this thing by storm this year. And it's yeah, I get it. Some people, you got to like see it and they got to do it before you can believe it, because the taste in your mouth is these guys are losers. They've been losers in every sense of the word. Bad attitudes, bad storylines, jerk coach, um, you know, getting a little you know, your some of your best young players are and Vaughn. I mean, Vaughn had beef with Fangio, but yeah, last year led to him getting moved. I mean, it ended up being great for everybody. You know, we've got a second and a third. Maybe those picks help seal the deal with with Russell Wilson. That's you got to kind of believe that stuff. I mean, you know, Peyton Manning doesn't come and show up. We don't pay Manning unless we go through like the Tebow stuff and the Josh McDaniel stuff. It's where one thing kind of takes you. So I'm going to have to believe in my own stuff that. The way we stop Josh Allen from winning Super Bowls here and rubbing it in our face that the guy in our own backyard we passed on is by going into the like Doctor Strange, going into the multiverse, bringing Russell Wilson from the Seahawks somehow in his prime. A Super Bowl winning quarterback's never happened in the history of the league. And now he's in orange and blue and fully like embraced the franchise. And we love you right back, Russell. Right. So let's ride. You know, hey, Russell, what's your motivation? It's being unlimited. Let's go. I'm pumped up. How can you not be? Mr. Unlimited. Damn, I love this guy. I love that he's kind of cheese ball. You know, when I go to the movies, I want to see blockbuster summer classic thrillers. Independence Day is one of my favorite movies of all time. Did Independence Day win any Oscars? Hell no. But it's but on we- TV every day. Thank you, Danny Bailey. You can go right now, right now, uh, and it, it's that or Shawshank is like on TBS right now. And I could start at any point in that movie. Welcome to Earth. Or uh, even at like the low points of Shawshank. Hey, those first few years were tough for Andy. And they were. Eey. But I love it. Cheesy goodness. I'm not afraid of it. I don't, you know, what? 
Aaron Rodgers isn't corny with the, you know, his attitude and the hair, and he thinks he's a cool guy. Just, you know, I think, I think Aaron Rodgers puts on a, just a much of a front as people think Russell does. The difference is Russell's beloved, you know, he's like, makes you want to love him, unless you're a hater. So if, quit hating, Alo. You know, the problem with Alo is that he is a hater. You are a hater. Why? Uh oh. Let's do this. Get back on here. Get back on here. Ask you this: Is De- is Detmer in the studio is right Detmer now? In the studio, because we don't want him to hear this. I don't see him. Okay, so he can't hear this unless he's listening to the station. So Alo, great friend of the program, both of Danny's show and my show, uh, we had those three hundred dollars free bets courtesy of a good old sports book that were given out last week, and uh, I guess Alo tailed three plays that I gave out at the end of my show, two of which that hit, one of which that didn't. The one that didn't hey, hit was uh, a Detmer special, I believe. So oh. he I see was, something on the tr- on the uh, text line here that says, "In Andrew, I trust." I don't know about that. I, I got the receipts and the Whoa. text messages, man. There was it was getting livid. It well, was, that was uh, that was right after your show, so it must have must have been before it hit. That's why I just I this said put City. it on the future. Put it on the future. Don't roll the dice with that night's we're, games. Put it too, on the future. We're too far over. Let's go to break. Smiley Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in and we are live from UC Health Training Center. Day 5 of training camp. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. It's really just the text line. We have a lot of guys trying to get on the uh, hotline with us. You know, we might have taken a couple last week. Sorry, Chuck and Juan and... Jerry and Noit and all the dudes. We've got a lot of dudes who want to get involved. Send us a text. I don't know if Chuck knows how to do that. Um, I don't know if when you have that kind of cell phone, hey, buddy, where you got to have the minutes, phone card, that, you know, if you're allowed to do the text or if that costs you, you know, some of your phone card. I'm just joking, Chuck. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. But they are getting their team stretch on. And they're going to get to work here. It's happening. So the crowd looks pretty good. It looks bigger than the first couple of days of a crowd, not quite weekend, Friday, Saturday crowd. They had yesterday off, or at least, you know, close for us. Um, yeah, you can text us, though. And we want to hear from you guys. We want to interact with you guys totally. So sorry to turn anybody down. Sorry to make you do it, Danny Bailey. We got the guys who want to be a part of the show, and they are. We love it. We love everybody, right? So, um, what are, you, what are you looking forward to, Danny Bailey? Give me a couple things, Broncos training camp related, maybe some storylines. Maybe, um, you know, if you want to, um, Salbert? I don't feel like I'm saying it right there. Saubert? Saubert, yeah. You want to see more of Saubert, or are you ready to see, you know, the other three guys who were supposed to be our three, you know, tight ends who are in a rotation with one of them, hopefully catching a bunch of balls. Um, get to work here. What would you like to see? Well, I worked so hard on my pronunciation for Albert Okwebenam, but um, <laughs> I'd love to see more of him. I think he's a good guy, and he's obviously 
going to do the most he can with whatever he gets from the coaching staff. I have no problem with him and Saubert switching switching off and sharing reps, and I think they'll have probably a decent amount of time on the field where there's more than one tight end out there. Uh, what's that? Are you like referring to the regular season? I don't care about training camp. This is practice. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. I'm excited for I'm excited that football is coming back very soon. I don't really care about anything in camp because it doesn't matter. Okay. Could appreciate that. Music's loud. Super loud like that bass, no treble. Who are they bumping to today? I can't even tell. It's too loud. It sounds like the back of my buddy's CRX after he went to car toys. Can um, Siri identify it? What'd you say? Can Siri identify it? Oh, wow. Let's see this. Who is this, Siri? If Siri gets this, that would be wild. Let me hear. No way she's going to get this. No way. Hold on. It's too loud, Basie. Oh, I don't recognize this song. If Siri doesn't know... And I don't know. Okay. It's weird. You're right. I've been like, we have guys who are so like Cody and Zach. They're caught up and like every kind of moment to camp and seeing things and trying to make what they're seeing into things. And then you just said it too. And a lot of guys are like, it's just camp. It means nothing. It's stupid. They're not giving you anything. I probably fall somewhere in the middle because there's a lot of little things you can get and take from from the work that they're doing and they will know what we're seeing here you're good yeah let's do it whenever you're ready yeah, absolutely i agree danny that there's things uh things that you can learn and there 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 are things that like the coaching staff is going to decide based on what we oh, see yeah. here so that's obviously important but that to me like it it really doesn't matter until we get to the regular season until we see who's actually going to be playing every Sunday, who's actually going to be on the field, getting the carries, having a connection with Russell Wilson during games. Um, so, and and also, like, the defense, yeah, it's great if they look good in practice, but let's yeah. see how they look when people are actually so, trying to hit each other. We got Zach, who uh, jumped on with us, Seegers. Hey, buddy, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Danny? Good, but we just gave a little, like, how some guys are really invested in all the things that are happening, really, you know, to the detailed this and that, uh, from this portion to, you know, when they're really going at full speed or, you know, what you know doing the real work. And then there's some guys that Danny Bailey said, it just doesn't matter. You know, they're just, it's just training camp, just practice, doesn't matter. I said there's probably somewhere in between, and I'm saying this is for guys maybe like us, but what Coach Hackett is learning is some of the intelligence level of some of these guys, some of the relationship trust factor stuff that might go into big moments and big, you know, situational stuff with these guys on the field. I think there's so much that um, these players and their coaches and vice versa are learning about each other that it's invaluable. I think it's very valuable, but like the actual, Definitely. he dropped that kind of stuff or this formation or this kind of stuff is a bad tad overrated. What would you say? Yeah, I'd agree. It's definitely important from a teaching standpoint. This is when they're installing everything. This is like, especially in this complex offense, this this uh, time for learning is very important. This is time in the classroom. What the makes games it complex? What, what's making this complex? All the terminology. Yeah, okay. Really? And it's a pretty uh, drastic shift from the Pat Shermer offense. Um, 
those are the big heavy things. It's a, like the verbiage in this offense, and you can find YouTube video examples of this, are just a lot more complex than others. What you're asking offensive linemen to do in this offense, especially in the run game, in terms of comboing guys, uh, passing guys off and working to the second level, yeah. um, is a lot more complex than what you're asking to do in that well, like Shermer kind of gap scheme. Was it um, on, on defense, it's not as complex, but on offense, it's it's certainly okay. So you know, I don't know. Uh, training camps of like yesteryear, there's so much one on. I mean, there's so much offense versus defense stuff that you could really gauge offense won this day and defense won this day. That's harder in this era of training camp to decipher that kind of stuff. Okay, but. Who would you say up to this point of this is day five of camp has, you know, won? Has the offense been ahead of the defense or it's like naturally because oh, it's a little man. bit easier to play defense and you're a little bit more cohesive. There's a lot of things happening within the offense like the defense should be ahead. What have you seen? Though? I disagree. I think the offense should be ahead of right now How because come? it's non-padded practices and that limits the defense's ability to do stuff, especially on Friday, which, you know, is a quarter of what we've seen. Like the defense was told they couldn't like try and knock down passes at the line because, again, this offense offense is complex and they're just like we just need to run through this stuff so we don't need you guys blowing up what we're trying to do here. yeah um i think so far i'd give it to the offense um as we get more and more contact into practice you'd hope things are actually pretty even because now the offense is acclimating to the complicated system and the defense is able to use more contact use more of their ability and we know this offense is going to be good, so hopefully the defense can go toe-to-toe with I it. I think, you know, Wednesday and Thursday, the de- defense is looking pretty good, knocking balls down. That's the timing, exactly. the refinement. You know, I think now um, the offense is starting to kind of put it together. Um, I'll be inter- interested to see some of the stuff that happens today. Um, yeah, man, Russ has been great. Russell's he been, has been. Has I'm he been as good as advertised to you in every yeah. sense? Yeah. Any Absolutely. letdown or disappointment? <laughs> Anything. No, I think he's been even better than advertised to me because as we talked about during last season when I was in helping you produce, I was worried about, you know, have we seen some decline of Russ and whatnot? And now, granted, I wasn't on the Seahawks beat. I wasn't seeing him in training camp in past years. I'm seeing no evidence of the finger injury. He's been throwing dimes all over the field. Yeah. He's looked very mobile to me. Again, I can't compare that to his mobility in the past because I haven't seen him live before. Yeah. But uh, had I think it was Saturday, had like a – 40, 50 yard run that looked very legit and not just like training camp nonsense. What about the presence? Oh, the presence is invaluable. It matters. Like, what about it's it's impossible as a player if you're approaching this season and it's like Russell Wilson is running your team or Drew Locke is running your team. You're going to approach it differently, just like any human would. I just totally agree. I mean, from the coming out, running all the way down to the crowd, kissing his wife. Now we got like a little tradition thing that he's done here to these guys, you know, every last guy in this roster level of play and intensity kind of being stepped up because of how professional Russell is. And I think you could see it. I think you could feel it. And I think we'll immediately be able to see, you know, dividends being paid right away, right away. So yeah, fully agree. Uh, 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Let's get out of here for a break. Jerry Judy, oh, okay. You know, it's all right. He looks kind of little to me. 
Well, because he's next to Tim Patrick and, and Corbin Sutton. <laughs> he's, he's, he's literally just the three of them are standing ooh, right there. KJ just made a good catch. KJ KJ's Hamler. out here today. KJ Hamler's first day back, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. KJ Hamler first day back off catch. that pub. Looks I've been good. tweeting about that on my live thread. He's got uh, and I got to say, I watched Judy over on the Jugs machine, was yeah. one of the first receivers on it. Yeah. Uh, nice and went Jugs. And batted uh, a thousand on it. So Really? Yeah, let's okay. go. Well, I'll tell you, I'm kind of excited for KJ, for first, one, because. Oh, I'm very excited. I mean, no one throws a more pretty, easier to catch. A high arcing rainbow of a downfield ball than Russell Wilson, maybe Tom. You know, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers' down the field passes are different. So I'll tell you, man, I'm excited about this season. I'm pumped up. I'm hyped. Any music? Is there music playing? I can't hear music. But again, Danny Bailey's such a pro. So, Zach, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'll have you as long as you want. You got stuff to do. There's only. I'll hop you on wanna, when I can. No, you're good, man. Go get your work in, and we appreciate it. Appreciate Danny it. Williams uh, back on the other side. Danny Bailey doing a really, really good job. Uh, while we're Smiley Sports. I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast cause we still alive. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. I'm coming in. We are back and we are live from UC Health Training Center, 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We'll catch up with some text here. A couple segments left worth the show here. Uh, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. You can't watch us at MyLineSports.com like you usually can, but you could stream us. The app is a thing of beauty. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. Um, it's, it's training camp practice right now. It's going on. It's happening right now. Guys are getting work in. It looks like a fun game. They're playing with these giant um like plastic workout balls where they're throwing at guys here look at that oh some nice balls over there um <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> you're not supposed to say much of what's going on around here you're not supposed to get a lot of detail it's one of the rules about being out here but uh patrick Sertan just kind of ran right by us here he's a good dude he looks great i mean he looks like champ bailey you know what i mean like champ was it was had the right body, you know. Champ was just built like a great athlete. Patrick Sertan looks like Champ. Might even be bigger than Champ, made in a couple inches in height and just broad shoulders. Man, the guy looks great. He looks really good. Patrick Sertan, I expect to be a star this year. You know, I I say that you know the talk on him couldn't be any higher. You know, I never heard a bad word about the guy, and by the end of the season, he was very valuable for the Broncos as a rookie. So I expect Patrick Sertan to be great. I do. And stardom happens pretty quick. You know, superstardom, at least. You know, superstardom comes and happens kind of quickly. And I think it's going to happen for him. Justin Simmons, man. If there's one guy who you want it really bad for, it's Justin Simmons. He gets here right after this team is... All-time kind of great, led by Peyton Manning, from 55 touchdowns to 5,500 yards to, you know, winning a Super Bowl. He's drafted, I think, the next year and hasn't even had a sniff. So I think Justin Simmons, man, is a great leader, 
this you know he's now you know uh, post Broncos game everyone floods into the locker room and heads out heads to the left to talk to Chris Harris and Aqib Tlaib. Those are like statesmen of the kind of the team that you would go to for you know the good the bad and the ugly. Well, it's Justin Simmons now who's about as vocal as anybody, especially now that Vaughn is gone. So, you know, everyone's going to crowd around Russell Wilson at a, you know, at a, you know, at, at a rate that a superstar quarterback at his level deserves. But the leadership on this team, I think, is pretty good. I think that stuff was called into great question over the last few years. You didn't have great leaders, but you didn't have great players, and you didn't have great coaches who weren't great leaders as well. Pat Shermer, man, rough around the edges. And Fangio is so unrelatable. He's so unrelatable to his guys. So it's all different now. And I think the I think the personnel the Broncos have here, man, it's the right guys. You know, even Garrett Bowles, man, he's like this kind of crazy emotional leader, but he's a good one. You know, he is. And I've been, you know, a bit of a critic to Garrett Bowles, I guess. He could say that somewhat. But it's for the young guys to step up, these Baron Brownings. You know, I think Josie Jewell's a great leader, a great leader. Um, Patrick Sertan, I want to, you know. I think KJ Hammer's going to be good, man. Giant brace on his leg. I don't know if he said that or not. Rightfully so. Man, you know, he was – Teddy Bridgewater fell in love with K.J. Hamler last camp and last season and thought really highly of the guy. There's a slim chance that K.J. Hamler could be – I'm not saying a better player than Jerry Judy. That wouldn't quite make sense. But their impact, maybe not even production. Maybe Jerry Judy has a few more snags at the end of the season catches. What are they big, meaningful catches? Are they down the field bombs that uh, what you know put you up late in the game for a touchdown kind of catches? Is that what Jerry Judy's gonna do? I like KJ Hamler, man. You know who's who's the Tyler Lockett esque type of character here? I'd say it's him. I think, I think Tim Patrick, and I think Cortland Sutton are gonna share the duties and the role of like a number one receiver with big size who you can do anything with. The guys are versatile. Even Tim Patrick, more versatile than Cortland Sutton, perhaps. So they'll share the duties and as a duo be as valuable as maybe a lot of teams, you know, AJ Browns or, you know, maybe not Tyreek Hills, but any other really, really kind of good receiver in the league. It's going to happen by committee here. And KJ Hamler has a chance to be a, a star in this offense. Of course, so does Jerry Judy. But KJ Hamler now has everything to prove all over again. And I, you know, I think that's, I think that's meaningful. Does Jerry Judy think he has anything to prove? I'm not so sure about that. I think he thinks he's arrived. I think he thinks he's a star already. But I don't know in what way, shape, or form, other than reputation or social media game or career at Alabama, they put great receivers out every single year. He's just another great receiver to come out of that school. He's not better than any of the other guys, Bama receivers. Look at all the ones they've had. So I don't talk about Jerry Judy anymore. Sorry. What do you think? I think that's the third time you've said that today. I know. It's hard. 
it's weird because it's like I'm not hating on the guy. I want it bad. I want him to be a star. But also, like I've said this for the third time too, I don't want a guy who thinks he should be better off in a better place. These receivers, man, it's like they think that the grass is always greener on the other side, and it's not. The grass here is really beautifully, uh, beautifully cut here. It looks like uh, they put the Scots on it. Ah, um, right now your lawn is hungry. Feed it. Remember that? Remember those commercials, Danny? No. Right now, your lawn is hungry. Feed it. No, it's great out here. It smells like grass. Ah, oh, and cigarettes. This must be Eric Goodman's headset here. But uh, walking by is one of Russell Wilson's. He's got eight on his team. It's a uh, lady. Walked by. He's got, like, I don't know if it's the stretch gal or the masseuse gal, but he's got that team of eight that roll with them. They're hanging out. They're on the sidelines. They kind of keep their mouths shut. They're not in coaches' huddles and... You know, pulling Russell off to the side, none of that. They've been pretty respectful from what I've been seeing. I've kind of figured out who about five of them are. I don't know all of them, but about five of them are hanging out. I don't know if all of them are even here. But it doesn't bother me one bit. Russell's been a total pro. He's risen the, he's risen the level of play and expectations and talent. And all of it, man. Good crowd today. Pretty solid crowd. I'd still come. Damn, that 40. Who wears 40 now? I got to see this. Because, you know, that was like, 40 was like Vaughn's alter ego. 40 is Justin Sternod. Okay. I wonder what he's going to look like this year. It's a lot of question marks, but that's what this thing is. It was like these guys who were just guys have to become really really good players the good players have to become great players and the guys who are just gonna be making this team the depth that's one thing this team was man over the they got better last year and over the last maybe two years we've ramped up to this point but for about you know four two or three years that just like we had well like a gap of this like talentless um, no depth first wave of like yeah 10 10 or 12 talented dudes and after that some of the worst depth in the league it's the unknowns that will help I think make this team great they'll be great or this team will be 10 win good they're gonna win 10 games no matter what I put my I put my life on it Danny Bailey had put my life on it that they win double digit games would you put your life on it? Yeah, I'd bet yeah, my I'd life. Put, I'd put my life too. But the reward is like, that's the gamble. What's the numbers on like your life? Probably I'd have to hit. Probably like 250,000. What were you going to say? 250,000. Damn. I would love that. I'd like that a lot. I need that kind of, anyone got that kind of money I want to invest with you right now. 303-831-1340. Looking for an investing partner. We're trying to... What was that app I said we need to do, Danny, Bailey? At the beginning of the show? Um, uh, yeah. Oh, man, I forgot. It was the, it was was the it one where app? you put in your injuries and it tells you how much you can sue for. Perfect. That's right. You know what I mean? It's like the strong arm um, app. Todd Burnham's way too classy for something like that, but... 
you got in a rear ended and I got my neck hurt, a whiplash. I plugged that in. Beep, oh, bop, oh, but what kind of car did that person have so we know what kind of money they're making? That's what it's all about, right? What, have you ever sued anybody, Danny Bailey? No, I don't believe no, I, in that. Were you like that kid when we were kids who was like a crybaby all the time? And he said, oh, yeah, well, my dad's going to sue you. Remember that, kid? No, I keep, I, it, I keep it out of the courtrooms. I handle it in the streets. Me too. All right, let's go to break. Danny Williams and Danny Bailey will come back with one final segment here live at UC Health Training Center. Back on the other side of Tamale Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. We are back in. We're live from UC Health Training Center. Day 5 of training camp. Shout out to the Sharpest Rides. We're brought to you by the Sharpest Rides as we're out here at training camp. If you need to use vehicle, man, I wouldn't look no further. I'll tell you, if you're on Craigslist, you know, looking for a used vehicle, that kind of stuff, I think you're kind of crazy. you got to go where the pros are at, where they're going to take care of you, where they're going to make sure um, you get a vehicle that's right for you at the right price. There's a lot of different places around town to go find vehicles. But you see those green Sharpest Rides, license plate kind of covers, and those stickers on the back of, I mean, cars everywhere every single day where well, there's a reason for it those guys are really truly the best um kevin sharp and his crew man his team has got a, a really really great crew rob is the general manager they're gonna have to have him on he's a class act man um love these guys if you need a vehicle you better get out to the sharpest rides and find you one uh today danny bailey um what's your ride like right now what kind of whip are you in uh i roll around in a 2019 toyota 4runner okay we got uh, that Mercedes from Sharpest a couple years ago. My wife drives it. It's that GL450. It's been good to us. It's a great vehicle. Um, I'm maybe looking to upgrade my my vehicle. What do you think? Uh, you know, should I go with some kind of Corvette? Because you know, it's hard to get car seats in Corvettes. What What are you recommending? What are you having a midlife crisis? Yes, I am. <laughs> then maybe a Corvette fits. <laughs> Uh, no, man. I just want you guys to get to the sharpest check. We have Lexus. Lexus eh, is a pretty yeah, nice. Oh, I don't know. Or if you if your wife already drives a Mercedes, get another Mercedes. Something with a big back seat for me and the wife, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, giddy. All right. Actually, I'm very potent. Every time I touch her, a baby happens. So, um, I'm like Rogue of the X Men. If I touch you, she takes your powers away. That's what Rogue does. But if I touch you, you're impregnated. So I got to be super careful. Uh, do you got any texts for us later, Duff? Bye, buddy. Love you. Me too. Bye-bye. Uh, lives in Thornton. He's stays in like three hours to get home. So, Danny, Bailey, give me a couple texts. Oh, uh, yeah, do some texts, and then we'll talk about some other stuff I want to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, so Juan, he's usually a caller because he drives, so he doesn't have a lot of time to text, but he got a text off today. He just said from Juan. B-R-E-E-S. Broncos rule. Everyone else sucks. <laughs> well, how was his text? I love that. Broncos that was his rule. text. Yeah, that's usually how he signs off on the phone, but he had to get it in today. No, since, no uh, I he love didn't get it. He didn't make it on the phone. 
Okay, so I got to tell you about this. So at the team store here, Annie Bailey, they have this duffel bag. It's like this giant Broncos duffel bag, all embroidered with the Super Bowl logos, the old logos, the new logo. It's the sickest thing. I'm going to send you a picture of it. Uh, I took some pictures of it. It's $100. It's $100. And it's just a duffel bag, okay? But it's very, very, very super sick. I want it really bad. When I go back into the team store today, if it's there, I think I might have to buy it. What do you think? Uh, yeah, why not? I mean, if it's something you like, get it. But $100 seems a little high for a duffel bag. Really? Okay, well, look at this stuff. But I don't bag. know how nice it is. I haven't seen it. I just texted you a picture of this duffel bag. This is all embroidered. It's beautiful. Tell me when you saw it, and then uh, tell me what your thoughts are on the whole thing. All right, I'm waiting for it. So I'll read another text while I wait. Um, F. Lewis has a couple more for us. He said, Brady, Brady got suspended four games for deflating a football. So if it's only six, you got to kind of look at that. Uh, and then he, he's also curious, Danny, do you think other teams have spies sitting on the oh hill watching and recording Broncos practices? I've said this for every year I've ever been out here, okay? So, not, so check this out, F. Lewis. You're, you're so funny, man. I love this guy. I absolutely a thousand percent think that there is someone from the Raiders, the Chiefs, and the Chargers who is here on assignment in a hotel somewhere here to be early in line to be here at camp. They're wearing full Broncos gear. And they are gathering as much information as they possibly can. I really, truly believe that. I don't think there's a spy from every team in the AFC here. I, I might think like New England might have some people at certain spots. And there might be some teams that have that kind of personnel uh, do that kind of stuff. I absolutely a thousand percent think that that is true. We're talking about it's a billion dollar business. Billions. The wins and losses, you know, come at the expense of billions and hundreds of millions of dollars. So to think that someone's not going to be, you know, paid, you know, uh, 75,000 bucks on the payroll and they got five or six guys like that who travel and do that kind of stuff. I think you'd be freaking crazy to think otherwise. Insider trading, would that be considered insider trading, do you think, Danny Bailey? No, more corporate espionage. Okay. I, I mean, you got, you're free to come out here. You're free to record. We can't. We can't record anything. You'll get in big trouble put posting certain stuff out here as a media member. But you're out there on that hill. I think you're supposed to follow some of the same rules. But go on Twitter and see all the dudes who have video of all the stuff they saw at training camp. Oh, they can't police every single guy. So do I think it's true? Do I think guys have video GoPro spy camera glasses on out there? Absolutely. I think it's true. I believe it in my heart. And if you believe it in your heart, Danny Bailey... How can you be wrong? So, yeah, good question. I absolutely think it's to the fullest extreme absolutely happening. I just you got your uh, text of that, of that duffel bag. It is sweet. That's definitely a sweet duffel. You should definitely purchase it. It's a Thank you, buddy. It's like a pretty badass wicked collectible. It'd be pretty cool in the Broncos collection of stuff. I mean, I like, I'm not going to take it to the gym and put stuff in it, but it's really cool. I think I, I want to have it. I hope well, it's next there. time uh, the Broncos are in the Super Bowl, you can have that be your carry-on. Dang, that'd be badass. Like this next year, you mean, here in like six months? <laughs> we'll yeah. Row. Check this out. If the Broncos go to the Super Bowl, Danny Bailey, will you go Radio Row with me? 100%.
Yes. And Nilo, if the Broncos go to the Super Bowl, will you be going to Radio Row? Are you going to be staying here? He says, I got to go. It's part of this. You know, Nate makes. Yeah. It's got to go, he said. Well, Nate goes always with or without us. So he's, it's kind of messed up. But here's Eric Goodman. Fresh off a couple heaters. <laughs> uh, a couple minutes left. No, I didn't do donuts today. I'm sorry. You got that little physique anyways you're worried about. Yeah, see? Come on. Can't be in donuts. Eric's kind of like, he's right here standing next to me, but he can't hear me because he's not like that. He's kind of like a robot or something with no emotions, but like a self-involved robot. Like you heard about that uh, technology right now where like the robot thinks that he's human and wants to know like why now they want to do these experiments on him. Like he's gotten kind of too human. Did you hear that? And they fired the guy at Google for saying that? No, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's like this robot's getting a little... I think Eric's kind of a robot because he's emotionless. He, you know, he would do things that robots would do in order for you to think that they're human. And I just don't know the cigarette part of it is throwing me off. Do robots smoke cigarettes in the future? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe to look human. If we have any listeners at Boston Dynamics... Shoot us a text. Let us know. <laughs> um, I think that's all the radio show we have for today. Is there music playing or should I wait for you to do that? Or I can't hear anything. Oh, there will be. Don't worry. Okay. Uh, I want to say thanks to Danny. But I want to shout out Coyote Motorsports big time. Those guys are awesome. They do a good job for us. Want to shout out again, Sharpest Rides. Can you send that little bit from me earlier, Danny Bailey? Appreciate you. Big I just time. sent you one from Friday. You want the one from today too? Yeah, is that okay? I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, you're starting to turn into Eric Goodman. I'll think I you're know, a robot so soon. Then I, and then I need you to cut like six commercials for me. And I need you to do this. Now I'm not gonna do all that like Eric. I'm gonna come correct though with some McMuffins for you or something too. So don't. You got to think about that gift you want. Oh, you said it's some fresh new Broncos gear. Okay, I'm on it. That's the whole show. We got to go here. 303-831-1340 for Anillo, who will be next. Uh, come down to camp. You still got some time to get here and make it walk right in if you want to do that. We appreciate you guys, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night. Thank you, Sheila. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I'll never forget tonight. Bye, Terry. All right, Alan, whatever. Go inside. Bye, Sheila. Bye. See, see you, Terry. Bye, Sheila. I don't know if you heard me. Bye, Terry. Bye, Sheila. See my cut through the hole. Damn, easy and hope. Where the hell you been? Niggas talking real reckless. Stop me.